Hello and welcome to In and On Tape. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined this week by... Lindsay! And one more week without Nicole. This is episode 53 of Internet on Tape. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Shout out to our sponsor for the week, uh, Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> here we are again. Um, it's a wonderful night here in California that it's cooling down, although summer is coming. I li- I'm liking this temperature where you can go outside and it's just... You know, you don't have to run the AC all all the time. Right. So I, ha- I had the windows open. Hopefully it doesn't heat up too much in here while we're while we're recording, but uh it's it's the nights that uh the summer nights are coming. <laughs> um uh, Lindsay? Yes. You know what time it is. Let's get into our weeks. Yeah. So, this week got off to a slow start. So Instagram tells me I guess it didn't. I don't know. I had some quality time with Priyanse. We went to a happy hour. Yeah. Which was lovely. We made it like eight minutes before it ended. So naturally, we just both ordered two drinks. Right. Because you can only order two, right? I don't... I mean, it's my neighborhood bar. So I'm sure I could have been like, I'll take five and it would have been fine. Every place I've been to, I think they put a limit at two. Not not that I'm ordering a a ton of... (laughs) Every place that's cut me off. But usually I'm like, yeah, I'll, you know, if I'm at that almost happy hour thing, it's like, I'll get my two in. Yeah. So. And nurse the second one. <laughs> so that was nice. A nice little lead into the weekend. Um, this weekend, our friend every year throws this. Concert. Concert. It's like our own version of Coachella. Mm-hmm. And it's in his backyard and all of our friends bands play yeah and he gets wristbands made and there's drinking so cool. yeah it's like so sweet and his last name just so happens to go along with Coachella mm-hmm. so it's a punny name and it was just so well put together he had reached out to some of us asking like some of us that he knew did like art or photography or for me like poetry right asking if we wanted to submit to this zine he was going to put together okay so he put together this zine all right and it has like him in this suit as like the opening page not the cover but the opening page and it says the name of the event and then it says like a distinguished coachella alternative oh because he's in a suit. It was really good. And then it was just filled with like our friend's artwork and it was so neat. Was it did, was there beer there or did, was it BYOB? It describe it to me because I was supposed to go, but yes. I had I I will tell you later on why I did not go. So you show up, you walk into the backyard and last year there was a keg, but of course with like how many people there are. Right, it's an ordeal. How many of us there are? It goes quickly. So that exists, but you also bring your own stuff. So you show up, and then he has the zines. And it's like, you don't have to take a zine, but if you do, please give me $5. And mm-hmm. then by the keg, it said, you don't have to get a refill, but if you do, please give me $1. Mm-hmm. So that way it kind of monitored it, and obviously no one was really watching it like, give me a dollar. Right, it was just a more of an honesty Yeah, because we're all friends. Yeah. So everyone basically brings their own stuff. And then we sit in the backyard, which is grass, while all of our friends' bands play. But there is like a set lineup of, at 2 o'clock, this band is playing. That's at really cool. At 3 o'clock, this band's playing. You and should so, live stream it. 
We should have yeah. next year. Go on Google Hangout or whatever. <laughs> and so we have like this whole printed schedule was in the zine, which was cool. Very cool. And um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to hang out with my friends and see all my friends' bands play and all that jazz. I don't know if I talked. I feel like I talked did, about it last year. I think you probably did. But because, did you uh, did you put in any poems into the zine? I did. Oh, okay. I did one. Oh, okay. It was hard because it's hard to write when you're not sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could like, have a happy poem. Why does the poetry have to be sad? Because that's what I use. That's like what I use to write is like, that's my method of coping with stuff is like when I'm sad, I'll write about it. Okay. Like when I'm happy, I struggle to write. And then on top of that, he had a theme that he wanted to go with. So I was just like trying to remember when I was sad about like this certain stuff. But okay. I think it turned out okay. And then um, I decided this week I'm getting fat. That's what I decided. Oh, no. Because <laughs> every time I try to avoid a pothole and hit another one, I could feel my belly shake, and I'm not into it because I've been eating so much pizza. And now at work, the only close-by place just happens to be my favorite pizza place. And so it was like one of those things where... You could be like, oh, no, I'm getting fat. But I, like, looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm getting fat. Like, this is happening. And so I decided I would start running. Okay. Kind of to kill two birds with one stone. Because I don't ever really spend alone time. Because I'm always, like, wanting to do stuff. Like, oh, I want to go there. Mm -hmm. I want to be there. Or I'm at work. Or just kind of always running around. But running is the one thing I will not allow anyone to come with me. Okay. It's like, first of all, I get this massive forehead vein that bulges out. <laughs> Secondly, I don't know if my spandex pants are too tight, and if when I hit the sun, you could see my underwear through them. Okay. And then most importantly, it's like when you're running, when I'm running, and I'm listening to my music, those tiny gaps in between songs when I could hear how heavy I'm breathing. Like, I don't want anyone next to me when I sound like an 80-year-old having an asthma attack. <laughs> Just like, I sound like I'm dying. And so I live right by this reservoir, so everyone runs around it. So I'm part of something. I'm running with people, right. but no one's by me. Right. And so the first day a.k.a. yesterday, I'm like, go. And I'm like, I'm going to go uphill this way because, like, I'm ready to challenge myself. Okay. And I'm, like, halfway up the hill, and I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> like, no, this is awful. My body is shaking in ways that I didn't know. Like, is my butt that fat? Am I this fat? Like, why? So I make it to the top of the hill. And I used to just do shadow runs where I would choose a shadow and start running at that and then stop running at another shadow. There were no shadows. So then I just started setting different goals. And it actually, I felt so good after it. Like, I'm not the best runner. I'm very out of shape. Mm -hmm. But I did way better than I thought I was going to do. And then I started thinking, because my brain was literally like, oh, you're alone? Let's think about everything. Mm -hmm. Because when you're running and hating your life you want to think about anything else mm -hmm. so your brain's just like oh what about this what about this thing you haven't thought of and so i kept telling myself like run 
you have to at least run to that whatever light post. Right. So then I started thinking about how shitty at least is. Like the I would say at least that much. Cause then you like think about afterwards, you're like, oh well, at least I got out and exercised. At least I did that. No. It's like such a huge like I'm settling, I'm compromising. Mm-hmm. So it like took me into this deep downward spiral of my career and my like how this at least of running to a light post related to my life and Okay. It but it was so good. Oh. Like it was so motivating. Yeah, it's it sounds like you, you want to minimize at least in your vocabulary. At least and doubt because I feel like doubt is a self-fulfilling prophecy because you just say I doubt and you never really you just accept that doubt. You never really question like, oh, I doubt it'll work. Well, why? Mm-hmm. It was a very in- intelligent conversation I was having with so myself. It looks like you're getting motivated. Yes. Do you I- know how much distance you covered? Do you keep track of your distance? Like, are you, do you have a running app that keeps track of your miles? Well, I was just looking. Someone had one on Instagram. Um, I know, I used to know at a point how long it was around the reservoir because I just did that. They you should use, there's, there's running apps that you can listen to your music while you're running. Huh. So... Well, I will look into it. But I did that, and then I got home. And it cheers you on, too. It's like, go on. You really? Hit yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know, like, there's a Nike app that, like, it'll say, what I need. you can use your power song, and there's people that talk to you. It's like, you've gone one mile. Keep going. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my running song now, I've decided, into day two, is that song by Atlas Genius, Trojans. Mm. I really like that song. Because it, like, pumps you up, and then I was like... There are Trojans in my head because these things just pop up and then I go and think about them. Anyway, so I got home yesterday and my neighbor brews beer like at his place. And then he offered me one. I was like, well, shit. Well, you gotta. (laughs) I deserve this. And then I was like, well, at least I ran. And then I was like, well, you already ruined that not using at least. So I did that and then... I stuck with it today, and I went back, and I ran again. So are you going to go tomorrow? Yes. Really? Yeah, except my body is so confused right now. Okay. I'm in so much pain, but I feel good, and I actually like it. Like, I like, first of all, I love any body of water, so the fact that I'm just running in a big circle around the water is fun for me. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, I want to take advantage of being part of a neighborhood, like, the fact yeah. that everyone goes out and does this, like I'm by myself, but I feel like I'm one with the community. Right. And it does give me that time to like think about things. I came up with stuff to write about while I was doing wow. it. Like it's been really good. And then I was so motivated on this, like be part of the community thing that then I went home and I got my lappy and I walked across the street to the coffee shop and then I just sat there and got a coffee. Really? And typed up shit. Wow, this is like a new you kind of. I know. It feels so good. I feel very excited. So as long as I can move tomorrow, (laughs) I'm going to do it again. All right. Sounds good. That's my week. Well, I did not attend the music festival because I had to go to work over the weekend. I was actually going to... I got word that I was supposed to work both days. So I was basically going to work seven days in a row, which, one, I I don't like doing that. But I I like the money. (laughs) Yeah. So um, the sad thing was that I had to do it. I had to come in at 7 a.m. on a Saturday. And I'm not a morning person. No. And it's a Saturday. It ruins your Friday. 
Right. And it kind of ruins your Saturday night, too, because then you're so tired at the ni- at night. So I, in preparation for my Saturday wake-up, because, like I said, I, I suck at waking up early. What if I oversleep? It's just me. You know, nobody's here to wake me up. I don't want to have, like, that 10, a- 10 a.m. and you, like, jet up, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What, I'm supposed to be there. I feel like that's the purest form of fuck. Like, yeah. when you have one of those moments, like, fuck. You just tense up. And then, like, you know in that moment, like, that is really... Yeah. That's it. So I didn't want to have one of those moments. Um, so I had asked, like, um, the knife fight earlier, like, a week or so back, like, what is what is your... How do you wake up in the morning? What's your song or what's your alarm or whatever? And I said... I just decided, I'm like, all right, what better way to wake up than to Rick Ross hustling? <laughs> so that is now my alarm... <laughs> My alarm uh, that I wake up to now. And it works. Just like your running thing. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energetic. Good. Just every day I'm hustling. And uh, I got to work. Everything was good. Nobody even came and checked on me until about, I'd say, 10. So <laughs> <laughs> I could have been late. And uh, then just kind of uh, after that, um, I met up with a friend. I met up with Trevor, my friend who lives in the area. And we just did dinner because at that point I didn't want to, you know, do much. So that kind of put, you know, we just did dinner. We, uh, whatever. Shot the shit. Yeah, caught up. Talked about things. Um, and then I just kind of called in early Saturday because I was like super tired and I couldn't, I couldn't hang with him. Uh, on Sunday... I had some really exciting things. I went shopping. And I went to Costco and I did my thing where I did buy my usual and buy the one random. What was your random? Got the pillows. Oh my God. (laughs) Now, that sounds like the lamest thing ever, right? But let me tell you, I'm in a point in my life now like I'm, I'm, you know. Getting old. Getting old, as I talk about all the time. It's nice to have nice things. And I don't mean nice things as in like frivolous things. I just mean like things that you use every day. There's high no high quality. Yeah, higher quality. There's no excuse not to have a nice mattress if you have the means to do it because you spend so much time on it. Right. There's nothing wrong in having that. I've been sleeping on um the pillows that I have are just like cheap, you know, they were just cheap pillows. And I bought these pillows. And they were on sale, they weren't they weren't that expensive, but like it's what a difference you know, really? higher quality stuff. I mean, I woke up today. I just used them today, and it feels awesome. So I'm just going to continue on that. Like I've I've switched over to a few other premium things, and I'm not saying premium's worth it all the time, but in a few things, I'm starting to see like, oh wow, this is really worth spending that extra couple dollars. Yeah. Rather than just well, whatever, because it's. It's your body. I guess this is like the kind of concept for this episode. It's just like, it's that uh, Jamba Juice saying on the back of the thing, your, your body's a temple, littering is strictly prohibited yeah. or whatever. But you spend all this money on things outside of you and, you, and then you put junk into yourself or you give yourself junk. But it's like, you got to treat yourself every now and then and put good things into it. Right. So I'm not advocating spending frivolously if you don't have it. I'm not buying a... You know, don't buy a flat screen TV. 
you know, I'm not saying that sort of premium things, but things that you use all the time and can enhance your life, right. you shouldn't feel bad about doing it. Right. Because it, it, I'm telling you, man, my sleep much better, wake up to Rick Ross, buy, buy the ringtone of Rick Ross and start <laughs> your day that way. Um, and then I, I guess the only thing I'll say is I, I've been watching, uh, like I said, Nicole's not here. She's in Greece. Uh, we'll be returning, I believe, for the next episode. Um, but I've been catching up on a lot of uh, Netflix stuff and just real terrible, terrible stuff I've been <laughs> watching. I can't catch a break. I watched one that seemed promising. It was uh, a movie called Hick. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. It stars uh, Chloe Moretz Grace. Is that who it is? The girl who it was the Hick girl in Kick Ass and also in uh, Let Me In, the remake of Let the Right One In. I don't know what you're talking Anyways, about. Anyways, <laughs> it's a movie about, uh, to summarize it, a young girl, I think she's like 13 or 14, her parents are losers, and they leave her alone, and she run, decides to run away and go to Las Vegas. That's what the synopsis is. She's going to go to Las Vegas. So you think it's like this journey, and it's going to ultimately end up in Las Vegas. Well, spoiler alert, she never goes to Las Vegas. They don't even show it. There's no hint of it. But along the way, you know, she gets into trouble with certain characters and whatever. But it was just a terrible movie. Terrible. Like, I wanted to like it. They could have done so much with it, but, like, it just fell apart. And I would say avoid it. It, does not get, it gets two thumbs down from me. Okay. And have, for some reason, Alec Baldwin makes a cameo in it. And it's, like, <laughs> so out of place in it. It's weird. It's so weird. Um... That's my week. I would just say, treat yourself. Take care of yourself. Yes. Let's get into some music here. Um, this band is not is no longer with us. Nothing bad happened to them. They just decided to split, and they recently posted um, an album that they'd been sitting on for the past like six or seven years. So I was on Bandcamp. I found it. It's kind of like this post-hardcore thing, but... The thing about it is it's like, I would say it's about 50% post-hardcore, and by post-hardcore, that's such a general thing, it has a little bit of screamo tendencies into it, which was big about six years ago or whatever, but the other half of it is like instrumental stuff, which hmm. is really cool. So it's like a, almost like a uh, explosions in the sky kind of thing. Cool. So it's it's got a mix of that, and um, the band is called The Little Explorer. They're out of the U.K., Again, they're not around anymore, but you can get this album at a name-your-own-price option, so give them a couple dollars. The first track we're going to be playing is called Spares.
That was a little explorer with spares. Again, uh, I find most of the music on Bandcamp. I posted. I've I've said I've been slacking on my articles on the knife fight, but this one is actually up. So if you go there, uh, it's up there. You can easily link to it. And then there's like a little description of what the album was, like how why they decided to just break up, and here's here's what it is, and here's what it meant to them. So there's that little synopsis of that. Um, another band that is coming out with new material has not broken up is Daft Punk. Yeah, three weeks. Okay, that's okay. Now here's what I wanted to talk about. I'm I'm a fan. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I am excited for the album, but like don't you feel like there's this so much hype around this that it's almost impossible not to be disappointed by what comes out. We've heard the first track. It's good. It's fine. But like everybody's just like Daft Punk, Daft Punk. But it's crazy. It's gonna be so crazy. It's all. How, how could anybody be happy once it comes out? It's never gonna meet everybody's expectations because it's pumped up. And you, I feel like a lot of people are just buying into the hype. They're not like super Daft Punk fans, but they know that it's a big deal, so they're gonna think it's awesome. But the true fans may be let down. But who knows? We don't know. It could be the greatest album that we've ever done, but. I just feel a lot of times when you ride that hype machine, you get on that bandwagon. Not, well, let's not say bandwagon, but let's just say like you you just start following that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and you're getting pumped up. Or when people, whenever blockbuster movies come out, it's like, oh, this movie was amazing. It was best. It was crazy. And then you go to see it, and you're just like, well, it was it was good, but it's, yeah. it's not what you pumped it up to be. So you're just ultimately led to be disappointed. So what I've been trying to do now is just kind of, shelter myself from the social feed of things that I'm interested in because I am interested in the Daft Punk CD album who buys CDs anymore (laughs) I do I still do actually I just bought um one this week what'd you buy oh I bought Elton John oh greatest hits I don't know I just I love Elton John we Lindsay and I grew up our our parents liked Elton John so it's by proxy I'm just like you know what I know all the songs I just I need to own it so I feel like that's a good like jam cd too. yeah yeah because everybody knows it and i gotta get my karaoke skills up so whenever i grab on get on the mic i'm ready to to hit it out of the park but 
I buy my stuff when I can't buy it on Bandcamp. I do Amazon because if you buy CDs, a lot of times it'll auto rip. Like they'll give you a, they'll give you the CD and they'll also give you digital copy. Right. So you get both. So kudos to Amazon. I love them. I get all my stuff through them. And I actually just bought some books today from Amazon. That has that. I, I bought know. a book from Amazon. Yeah. It's actually really funny. Yeah. I like laugh out loud when I'm reading. What it. is the book? It's called Let's Pretend This Never Happened. Who's the author? Jenny Lawson, who's huh. a bloggist. Okay. I a, guess that's how she's a, a bloggingista. Yeah, she's a comedian. And it's just like about how the things that we're most embarrassed of that happened in our life are like what truly shape us. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. I su- I mean, I'm only like five chapters in, but I really suggest You should it. start writing a book. I could see you being like an author. I would love that. Yeah. It's, go to your coffee shop across the I know. The no, I actually was already thinking about it today. Yeah, you should do it. you got a lot to say. And I think people find you funny on the show. I always... People always, really? Yeah. Tweet at me or email me. <laughs> um, I can't remember what the titles of the books I bought, but it's from the same author that did uh, Let the Right One In. The He's sw- the Swedish. You're like all about that. I am right all... Of, I, I own the Blu-ray. I I love that film. I just, I've never read the book, but the follow up books that he did, he has one. I think the, I bought the one, the, the name escapes me right now, but it's about a zombie thing. And then there's another one about a girl who goes missing. And they're like six bucks. What's so. the Let the Right One In about? You've never seen it? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, here's me pumping up. Here's my, the hype machine. Yeah, here's the hype machine. It's probably, it, it is known as being like one of the best vampire films and it's not like that cheesy vampire stuff it's not twilight it's not any of that it's it's basically about a girl who is a vampire and she meets like she's a young girl so like 13 or whatever or she's embodies a 13 year old she's really much older because vampires don't age right right uh, and uh, she meets her neighbor next door who's a young kid who's also around the same age and they become friends kind of and that's a good thing, but it's very dark. It's not like a, a happy thing. Okay. So I'll, I'll loan you the thing. or okay. I'll, I think you can watch it on Netflix or one of the... I'll figure out a way to get it to you. Okay. But um, basically, I don't want to give too much away, but it is one of my favorite films of all time just because the cinematography... And I'm not, a, I'm not Mr. Film guy, but like just the shots are very pretty. Anybody who can... Um, who likes photography and like very likes looking at like how people frame things and how things are done. It's like, it's very much in tune with that. What year was it? Uh, it just came out in, I think it was 2008 Hmm. or 2010, Hmm. something like that. But they dubbed it in English, um, or they have subtitles, but it's good. It's a little bloody. Um, again, like I said, it's dark and the message at the end or the message, like overall, you're just like, fuck. Cool. I'll have to check it out. Let the right one in. And the remake is they did a U.S. one, which is Let Me In with the uh, Chloe Moretz, whatever her name is. It was still pretty good, but I still like the the Sweden one. I don't know if the books are going to be good, but I have faith in it. He's supposed to be like the Swedish Stephen King, I guess, is what his thing is. Cool. Um, But I don't know. Kudos to Amazon. I don't know. Thanks, Amazon. I, I just Amazon, killing me with my my money. Except they do have Dusty has Amazon Prime, so everything comes quickly. Yeah. Um, 
I live in an apartment complex where I trust no one. So now they have these Amazon lockers. Have yeah, you seen that? Yeah, they're in all over the place. But it costs money to have them sent there. No, it, it shouldn't. Yeah, it, it does. does. Maybe if you have Amazon Prime, it, yeah, it, it can send it there. I don't know. Look into it. You should be able to get like a, a Prime account. Because I said like first I was like, yeah, ship it to that locker because that's awesome. And then it was like $9 shipping. I was like, no, I have free Super Saver shipping. Mm. And then it was no. But then I just did. I trusted my apartment complex and I went for it and did free shipping. Because well, every dollar counts. Exactly. On the non things that benefit my body. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not to contradict Dusty. No. You're, you're benefiting your mind. Mm-hmm. All right. And speaking of mind stuff, let's get into some trivia. Oh, God. You ready for this? Yes. I think uh, it's, it's a good blend. Okay. You've got at least one of these. Perfect. The first one. Okay, I'm ready. What 1996 movie was directed by Baz, Baz Luhrmann and stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes in the leading roles? Romeo and Juliet. That's right. What is the capital of Peru? Machu Picchu. No. You've heard of it, but it's not Machu Picchu. That's the only... It has four four letters. Peru. That's... <laughs> it starts um, with an L. Laos. Lima. Oh, I did know that. I knew you would. This one's tough, but this is this is cool for the listeners. Okay. What Marvel comic book character's alter ego is Maya Lopez and can be recognized by the white hand stain on her face? Her superpower is photographic reflexes, and she's also one of the only deaf comic book characters. Now think about deaf and what the connotation, like what that deals with. So, what is her name? Harriet. In that vein, it, you're, <laughs> it wouldn't be far off, but it's clever. Her name is Echo. Oh. So, that's kind of clever, right? Yeah. Shout out to the Canadian lis- listeners here. What is Canada's largest province by area? Victoria. I don't, is that a province? That's not a province. I don't know. I don't know. Think about provinces. British Columbia. That's one, yes. But that's not the biggest one. What else What else do they have? You've heard of it. What's the only French-speaking one? Quebec. Yeah, it is. Quebec is the answer. That's a province, but Victoria yeah. isn't? I don't put me on the spot, but I know British Columbia, Quebec. Uh, what is it called? What's the one that sounds like a vagina? Regina. It is. <laughs> okay. Um, You're the one that loves Canada. I do love Canada. And Sweden. And taking care of your body. So <laughs> I feel like, is that like a Hulk Hogan thing? You're that Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan expert. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Have fun with my family and friends. Always go swimming with a buddy. Work real hard and always study. Can you feel the music? Can you feel the beat? You don't need drugs to move your feet. When the dealer tries to push on you, just tell him what you're going to do. I want to be a hug. Okay, that went on for longer than I thought, but kudos to you. Um, 
I guess we're going into another region. What airline's Atlanta hub is the busiest in the world? It's an airline. Think about all the airlines in the U.S. British Airways. In the U.S.? (laughs) (laughs) Why would British Airways hub be in the United States? American Airlines. No, but... Virgin. No, again... Southwest. (laughs) Southwest is Southwest. Atlanta's on the... (laughs) On the east. Alaska Airlines. No, it's Delta. Oh, so close. Okay. Let's close it out on this one. Lindsay, I I have faith in you on this. Are you ready? Yeah. In a country duet, Toby Keith and Willie Nelson sing that they want beer for their horses, but what do they want for their men? Whiskey. That is correct. Way to go, Linz. So, um, that's trivia. You walked away pretty good. Yeah. I would say you did all right. I, I wasn't keeping score. If you're keeping score at home, you can I always... got two. Okay. Two out of, I think it was... Two and a half. Okay. Two and a half out of six. That's failing. Yeah, I failed. You did fail, but we had fun, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, we'll be back in full force next week, hopefully. Yes. Barring schedules, maybe Lindsay will have a wild Vegas adventure. Maybe I'll go win the lottery. I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the future holds, but uh, if you like what you hear, please tell a friend. Please give us some feedback. Again, you can reach us on our Twitter at Internet on Tape. You can re- email us in long form if you want to give us <laughs> short story ideas and whatnot at uh, hello at internetontape.org. And we will see you next time. Um, We'll take you out with The Little Explorer with Glued. Bye.